Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Bible says when they had prayed, place was shaken. Where they all assembled, gathered together, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they speak the word of God with boldness. Notice that it's the name that does the signs. It's the name that does the wonders. The name of Jesus is the key. The name of Jesus gives us access to every single thing that God has. There is power in that name. Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. Now, Jesus said something. He said in Matthew 18, verse 20, he said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, he said, There I am in the midst of them. See, Jesus is one with his name. Actually, Jesus and his name are one and the same. Jesus is his name. Anything Jesus can do, his name can do. Anything Jesus can do, don't forget that, his name can do. You see, the name of Jesus takes the place of the ascended Christ. And that name is our credential in miracles, in signs, in wonders. Amen. That name gives us access to the heart of the Father. That name gives us access to all the resources of heaven. That name gives us access to everything that God is, that God has. All of God's backing is in that name. Now, in another place, in John 14, in verse 13, and I'll come to these scriptures in a bit. Jesus said, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. You see, Jesus is one with that name. He's one with that name. In the early church, the Sanhedrin were not so scared of the disciples preaching about the resurrection. They weren't so scared of them conducting water baptism. But they weren't so scared of them uh, as they went from house to house. But one thing they were scared of is this. They were scared of that name. They dreaded that name. They told them not to preach or teach anymore in the name of Jesus. I remember when they were praying to in Acts 4, 29 to 31. They said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants, that with all boldness they may speak thy word, by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. The Bible says when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they were all assembled, gathered together. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they speak the word of God to boldness. Notice that it's the name that does the signs. It's the name that does the wonders. The name of Jesus is the key. The name of Jesus gives us access to every single thing that God has. There is power in that name. There is authority in that name. There is dominion in that name. And that name belongs to us. Now, talking about our right to the name of Jesus. So we talked about first how he obtained his name. Now, this name that has all majesty, that has all dominion, this name that represents everything that God can do, the wealth of the ages is in the name, the name that's backed by deity. Do we have a right to use it as believers? Yes, we do. Listen, we have a fourfold right to the name of Jesus. A fourfold right to the name of Jesus. First, we are born into the family of God. John 1, 12, but as many as received him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And being born into the family, the name belongs to us. Amen. The name is ours. It's our family name. Remember, Ananias, Jesus said to him when he was sending him to go lay hands on Saul of Tarsus, he said, he's a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name. Amen. We bear his name. You see, your head and your body, they go by the same name. It's the same name. Amen. We are in the family. 1 Corinthians 3.21. 1 
The Bible says all things are yours. You see, it took faith to come into the family. Now that you're in the family, all things are yours. Many times people think, oh, if I'll just have enough faith, I'll be able to use the name. If I'll just have enough faith, maybe that name will have the power. Listen up. I discovered something. And it, uh, uh, the day I found this out, it was one day in March, the second Friday in March of 19, 1990. I was studying and I saw this. When I saw it, I was all by myself. I was in my dad's office uh, in, in UCH that evening. I began to dance in the spirit just the anointing of the holy ghost came upon me and i had a run a jump a dance a laugh all by myself whoa i was thrilled in my spirit i discovered that everywhere jesus was talking to the church about the use of his name he never demanded faith he didn't say if you will have enough faith he didn't say so listen you are in the family the name belongs to you when you woke up this morning you didn't ask yourself whether you had enough faith to stand on your two feet when you got to your car, you didn't ask yourself whether you had enough faith for the car, for the key to open the door. You didn't, you didn't even think about faith. Now, it's not that faith is not involved in the use of the name. It is. Acts 3.16 says, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man whole, whom you see and know. The faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yes, faith is involved in the use of that name. But it's an unconscious kind of faith. It's a faith that is born in us of evidences that convince us beyond a shadow of a doubt. You see, it's about the power of attorney. It's about having a legal right. It's your right. It's your right. It's legal. It's valid. So it's just a matter of using it. The name belongs to you. You are in the family. The name belongs to the family. The power is in the name. The authority is in the name. Amen. Just use the name. Just use the name. It's yours. Glory to God. So we're born into the family. The name belongs to the family. Second, we are baptized into Christ. And being baptized into Christ, we are baptized into his name. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, the Bible says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Look, we are baptized into him. And being baptized into him, we are baptized into his name. We are immersed into that name. We are in that name. In 2 Corinthians 6, from verse 14 to 16, the Bible says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. It says, so all fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness. What communion hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Belial? What part hath he that believeth with an infidel? What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? It says in verse 16, for ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Now we notice something there that he said, uh, that the believer there is called he that believeth. The unbeliever is called an infidel. The believer there is called righteousness. The individual believer, he that believeth, is called righteousness. The infidel, the unbeliever, is called unrighteousness. The believer there is called light. The unbeliever is called darkness. Do you know that the individual believer is also called Christ? The individual believer is also called Christ. You see, we are baptized into him. We are immersed into him. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Now when you talk about using the name of Jesus, the idea people have is they see that name as a prefix or a suffix you use when you want to uh, pray in Jesus' name. And then you start the prayer off. Or some people just see it as something, if everybody is praying together and want to get everybody's attention, we just say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus, then everybody keeps quiet. And then we now use it in Jesus' name. Father, or when we are done with our prayer, we now end it and say, in Jesus' name. Now, yes, we ought to use the name. You could use it in the beginning of your prayer, at the end of your prayer, in the middle of your prayer, any part of your prayer, no doubt. But sometimes, seeing it that way 
only doesn't help us to see the full import of what Jesus meant when he gave us the legal right to use his name. Let me tell you something. If I were meant to be in a meeting or in a function, but for some reason I couldn't be there, and then I sent somebody to go in my name, what really I'm saying is that the person should go in my stead. The person should go and represent me. Listen, when we go in his name, we go in his stead. Amen. We go in his stead. When you're praying the name of Jesus, as far as the Father is concerned, it may just as well have been Jesus doing the praying. Amen. Because you're doing it in his name. In his name. We're baptized into Christ. We're immersed into that name. Thirdly, Jesus gave us the power of attorney to act in his stead. Remember in Mark 16, uh, verse 15, it says, go in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Then in verse 17, he said, and these signs shall accompany the believing ones. The first of them, he said, in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Amen. He said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Listen, he gave us the power of attorney to act for him. Amen. To continue his works. In John 14, he said, if you shall ask anything, verse 14, anything in my name, I will do it. So we are going in his name and we are acting for him. Glory to God. Amen. So it's legal. It's a legal document. It's legally ours. You go with a check to the bank. You know, it's not a matter of whether you have faith, enough faith in that check, or you have faith in that bank, or you have faith in yourself. Listen, if the check is valid, and it's signed properly, and it's a legal document, and you tender it, it will be honored. Listen, we have a legal right to the name of Jesus. It's not a matter of trying to have faith. It's not a matter of trying to believe. It's a matter of assuming our place, taking our place as sons and daughters of God, and acting in that name, using that name. And then fourthly, you know, we said first, we are born into the family. The name belongs to the family. Second, we are baptized into Christ. And being baptized into Christ, we are baptized into his name. Third, Jesus gave us the power of attorney to act for him, to act in his stead. And fourthly, we are commissioned as ambassadors to go and herald that name among the nations. We're told to go and herald that name among the nations. Praise God. So we are to go in that name. Where to preach about that name. Remember in Acts 8.12, the Bible says, And when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. So Philip obviously gave instruction about the name. Listen, that name has the power. That name has the majesty. That name has all dominion. And that name belongs to you. That name belongs to me. That name belongs to us. We have a legal right to use it. We have a legal right to stand against the adversary. We have a legal right to demand the things that are ours in Christ Jesus. Through the use of the name of Jesus. All power is in that name. All authority is in that name. All dominion is in that name. What that name can't do doesn't exist. Praise God. P.C. Nelson was a, an outstanding Greek scholar. When he died, one newspaper carried it. P.C. Nelson, Fort Worth, Texas, number one authority in the Greek language, died. He was regarded as the number one authority in America, perhaps also in the world. 
in the Greek language and number two authority in the Hebrew. And um, he said something. He said, there are certain idiomatic expressions in the original Greek that couldn't be translated into the English language. He said, for instance, in John 14, 14, where Jesus said, if you will ask anything in my name, I will do it. That the literal Greek says, if you will demand anything as due, as your right or privilege in my name, even if I don't have it, I will make it for you. Amen. You see, we have that name. It's ours for the using. Now, uh, 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 last thing may be this. How then do we use the name? We've talked about how you obtained his name. We've talked about our right to the name of Jesus, our fourfold right to that name as believers. Now, a question is this. How do we use that name? Or what use is the name? Or what value is the name? How do we make use of it as believers? First, in prayer, that charter promise that fell from the lips of the master, John 16, 23 and 24, where Jesus said, and in that day, he shall ask me nothing. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever he shall ask the father in my name, he will give it to you. He said, hitherto, up till now, have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. That's perhaps the most startling statement that ever fell from the lips of the man of Galilee. And I don't know anybody yet who's ever plumbed the depths of it. Listen. We can use that name in prayer to the Father. Now, some people have uh, argued that, look, as new creatures, we don't need to ask. We shouldn't ask. After all, all things are ours. But let me tell you, the word ask there happens to be the word Aetio. And it means you demand as your right. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Hagen's Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you. Do you want to know your purpose in life? Do you want to learn balanced biblical teachings? Are you hungry for more but confused about where and how to satisfy the longing in your heart? Are you uncertain about what next steps to take in life? We have good news for you. At Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center, Nigeria, we help believers learn God's word to live a successful and victorious life. Discover and walk in God's plan for their lives and get prepared for the ministry with campuses in Abuja, Putakot, Nasarawa, Kaduna, and Lagos. RBTC is now open for April 2021 school intake. To apply, contact us on 090-3484-1366. Number again, 090-3484-1366 or 080-7657-6163. The number again, 080-7657-6163. You can also visit our website on www.remanigeria.com forward slash apply online. Turn on your passion.